case you missed it the first time. This is a Riggs and Alley Rewind. 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. Uh, happy holidays. Stop it. It's what? January. I know. We've moved on. Every, what I, well, I don't love this. I was going to say what I love is what's blowing my mind is watching all the people who put all their happiness into the holidays hit yeah. the low. These, I've seen it with a few people. They're like, oh, the holidays are over. Now oh, I got man. nothing. I got nothing. I'm like, you're fine. We're going to be okay. A lot of people still have the lights up. I noticed this. I noticed this driving in this morning, and they still have them on too. Now there are two instances where I could think where somebody might leave them up. Oh, there's zero where I could think of that. But go on. There's only two. I could think if someone's in the hospital, maybe and they're waiting for someone to come home, or someone that's like deployed and they're waiting to come home, like Mm. this month. That'd be the only reason that I would see leaving them up for someone who's coming home. Who's coming home? Yeah. Right. Now, I, I, here's the thing. What's Outside to, of that, it's laziness. It's the middle of January, <laughs> and the other day I was driving down my neighborhood, and I thought, so many people have their lights on. I'm gonna count Briggs because I really wanted to know. <laughs> I was like, so many people have them up that there's like a percentage. Is there some underground light thing on Facebook we're not supposed to know about? I don't know. So I counted as I went from one side of my neighborhood to the other. I got 35 houses. Out of how many? And so. Then I had to go on Google Maps and count how many houses I passed because I wasn't going to go back and count them all. I passed 105 houses on one street and 30, it's a long street, and 35 of them still had lights up. I thought, that's 33. That's 33.3%. percent that's like third of people had their lights yeah. up. That's insane to yeah. me. I, I want to know why. That? I want to know why people still have them up. I want to know when is an appropriate time to take them down because the answer is probably a couple weeks ago. But I'm it. not one to speak because ours are still up out. Outside. Well, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Excuse me while I un- try to understand what just happened. You just went off with me. Yep. And yours are up. But I'm too lazy to do it. That's the exact oh, so reason you why. You have an excuse. That's okay. Well, that's my excuse. So I'm asking other people what their excuse is. Maybe it's the same thing. Oh. <laughs> I'm just too damn lazy to do it because I don't want to trudge through the snow and drag in these stupid snow friends. Yeah. And undo the lights from the tree. But is that why you originally left them up? Because we didn't have that snow then. When you were out right before it snowed, because you weren't here when it snowed that first time. December. I wanted to take them down that day because I was like, I know it's going to snow, and I know it's going to be covered in snow for the rest of the season. I wanted to take them down. And my wife was like, no, leave them up. It's still the Christmas season. I mean, I'm not so much of a Grinch that I'm screaming at them. No. They look weird, right? They do look weird. It looks weird. I want to know why people are still keeping them up. My excuse, I'm just too lazy. <laughs> and you know what? Today I might be the day that I take them down. But they need to stop turning on. What's happening now is there's Wait, a timer. You're there's still an... turning them on? What happens now is there's a timer. That, well, that now that's your fault. There's a timer on the light that I can't figure out how to switch off. Oh, I don't God. know. It's on a smart plug and I can't figure unplug out. Unplug it! Well, yeah, I could do that. But I'm oh also too God, lazy to do I that. I just tell you to do one, unplug it and move on I'm too life? lazy to do it. <laughs> wow. And for years I thought I was the lazy one, man. No, I will... not even the case. My lights are down. Oh, my tree's down. I know. Everything's down. Yours was down before the holidays. Our Christmas tree <laughs> is still up, and our lights are still up. I took mine the day after Christmas. I was over it. Exactly. I right. was literally over it. Usually, we wait until January 6th, because that's yeah. technically the epiphany mm-hmm. when you can, I don't know, I don't religiously know. I'm trying, take I'm them down. I'm into our text. You can call our text at 414-799-1037. Yes. We all see it. Why is it happening? And now I'm just thinking you're all lazy like Riggs, I guess. I guess that's the only care? that's the only reason I can think of. I don't know. My neighbors even have a whole strand out on one of their trees, so it looks funny. Like one, <laughs> and they, they still leave them on. I should call them and be like, what is wrong with you? 414-799-1037. Why are the lights still up? And... Are you going to take them down soon? Mm. Do you have plans to take them down? We want to know. We have questions for you next. If not, when are they coming? Right. People are adoring their Christmas lights for an extended period this year. Apparently. It's 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. A third of them, if you go by my scientific calculations, (laughs) because they say it's only based on facts, and the facts are 105 houses in my neighborhood. I counted. 35 of them have lights up. That means one third, people. That's true. That (laughs) is true. crazy. You can't fight the math in that. (laughs) I mean. I, I feel like a scientist today. Tony's on the phone. <laughs> Tony, good morning. Hey, good morning, Tony. you guys. What Are do you, you think? Well, I see on Facebook, and the only reason... I believe this is because I got a lot of family that does it. But okay. people are leaving their lights up to spread more positivity and joy besides the crap of what's going on mm-hmm. today. With right. Couldn't they just be cooler and nicer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you just be a good person in the world and right. call it a well, day? And I'm still a jerk, lights? but I've got my lights but up, my so lights everyone's happy. Right? Well, I didn't even put mine up this year. I don't know if you guys seen that 
12-foot skeleton that's popping around Facebook and is dressed up as Santa Claus. No, yeah. Tony, I hate Facebook. I, I go on there randomly. It's a fact. <laughs> well, <laughs> well so I live close me. to that guy, so it's like he's getting all the attention. Why go through the effort yeah. and even do it, you know? Yeah. Unless you drive, so, unless you live next to him, and you just put up a sign in your yard that says "Ditto." Yeah, true. I love that. True. Yes, I've seen that before. <laughs> Tony, I love Tony. He gave zero Fs this year. He's like, we didn't even put him up. You didn't even put him He's up like, then. Please. Do you no think, reason to? I know. I mean, nobody's coming. So Who's th- looking at him? So you're thinking it's up just for the positivity and the joy? I know people were putting yeah. him up in the summer last year because, like, in the dead of summer. Remember <laughs> right. that? I, I seen on the, the post that they were going to keep it all the way up until spring. Oh my! Well, from what I read. But I Wait, mean, I, so Tony, what we're crazy. talking about here is a Facebook uh, It's a group. rogue Facebook group, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Facebook uh, mo- it's movement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Facebook movement where you keep your lights up. Okay. All right. Here so we are. 721, welcome to it. <laughs> 750 people in that group are doing that. It's All a right. movement. <laughs> Tony, thanks for calling, dude. Uh, we'll talk one. to you tomorrow. the best lab. Kayla. Matter. Good morning, Kayla. Oh, uh, yeah, your Kayla's in Milwaukee. Hey, Kayla. Kayla. Are your lights still up? <laughs> um, our lights are not up outside. Okay. It was a battle between my fiance and I. He wanted <gasps> them down, oh. like uh, the day after Christmas. Yeah. I let him take them down this past weekend. Uh huh. Um, I, I let him. He's gonna say I let, let him. him. <laughs> I, I allowed him to take them down. <laughs> I love her. I, I finally gave in. Okay. <laughs> because why do you? Why did you because want? Th- how long were you gonna leave them up? If it were up to you, if it was up to you. MLK weekend, which I realize is this coming this weekend. This weekend, yeah. Oh, so, so then you realize how far you've gone, because we're already at Martin Luther King's birthday, and here you are. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, inside our Christmas tree is still up, and our nativity scene is still up, and oh I God. said that I would take it down this coming weekend, because mm-hmm. that's my rule, is that I wait until Martin Luther King weekend. Okay. That's her holding herself accountable. About it, okay. Been like... I just like the Christmas decorations being up. Okay. I will like say, Kayla, I do agree they're fun and they're something different to look at when a lot of us have the same setting and nothing new this year. But it's interesting just watching all these people leave their lights yeah. up. I did count the people with lights on inside the houses if I could see them. Because there were a couple houses like Kayla's where the right. out, but you could see the tree lit up inside. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're cheating. No, right. you're lit up. You're lit up. You count. You got something lit. You're lit somehow. You are counted as one of the 35 with their lights on. Lit counts as lit. Doesn't matter <laughs> indoors or outdoors. You're lit, all right? You're lit. It's true. Kayla, right. thanks for calling, girl. Yep. You, you can always text us to 414-799-1037. Yeah. Somebody said many hospital workers are working overtime due to shortages. That's right. I know many people that haven't gotten to celebrate yet due to work and are keeping trees and lights up for that mm-hmm. reason. So, again, with somebody coming home. Somebody else said another year the light should be taken down or turned off. This year, I think people are still going through stuff where the lights bring them joy. Mm-hmm. Some people think that. All right. Well, I mean, we all have our own stuff. If a light's going to make you happy, I guess I won't complain. Hey, if it makes you happy, then keep it up. I mean, I if guess. it doesn't annoy me to that point where I don't want you to be happy, but, I don't care that much. I mean, we just will, keep the damn lights up, then I'll move on with my life. We will do another tally in a week and a half, though, to see if you still have them up. We'll still <gasps> okay, judge you. That's fair. After Martin Luther King's birthday, we should. we're going to count next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. It's on, dude. We'll see you next it's Tuesday, on. all right? All right. <laughs> I thought it was funny that the police were mistaken for strippers. I think this is a funny story. Okay. Right. Were, were they strippers? No, they were not stripping. They were trying to bust up something, Allie. Oh, no. Hold on. It's 103.7 KISS FM. By the way, it looks like tomorrow might be the nicest day of the week. Like, it's okay today. Not as cold as it was yesterday, but almost 40 tomorrow. Oh, geez. We'll take it. I mean, cloudy, but bring I mean, it. take it, right? 40 in January? Why bring not? Bring it. So there's, there's a, 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 people were having a big swinger party, right, with like 20 people. This was in Argentina, where they have equally as strict restrictions about gathering in groups. So yeah. the pandemic is global. It happens down there, uh, too. Yeah, there's a lot of high numbers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, they were violating some rules. So the police go in to break up this party. And as the police go into this swinger party to break it up, they are mistaken for strippers. They think that they're part of the, like, the, <laughs> the setup that's happening. Bunch so they of drunk chicks. It's a bunch of drunk chicks, and they go up and they grab the cops, and they're like, "Oh, I'm glad you're here. Look ah! at you. You look hot." And they're Woo! like, "No, we're here to break this up because you're not supposed to be having this." The women really thought they were strippers, <laughs> and they really did the entire time. Which you always th- you've seen it happen in movies. Yeah, like cops walking in, but they're they're usually strippers. They're like, and "What's they go, going on Ma'am. here? We've had a, uh, some noise complaints. 
coming in here. I'm going to swing my nightstick around. <laughs> but it turned out what happened was there were three people that planned this party. And the people that got into a fight when they were planning the party because yeah. two of the people wanted to go through with it. And one person was like, no, this isn't smart. Let's not do it. One and they broke the away from it. One was left. the voice of reason and left and told the cops and then sent the cops there to break <gasps> up this party. Wait, the one who left? Yes. That one cop? person. Okay, yeah. That's a whole other level of shady. I mean, come on. You didn't want to be a part of it. Oh but my they God. ratted it out to the cops. That's they called wild. them. So the cops showed up. They thought they were strippers. They were not. They were real cops. <laughs> Everybody was sent home and fined. Oh my God. Because don't have swinger parties during COVID. Alright? Dude, I, I, <laughs> I'm just going to say nothing. Go on. It's okay. <laughs> so I don't have to say anything. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So Riggs, the highest honor any of us could ever get. The highest civilian honor is the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Okay? So, Donald Trump's been giving them out. I'm actually shocked he's been giving them out this week. I can't believe he hasn't said a word, but they said behind closed doors he's been giving them out to athletes and other people. Yeah. So, Bill Bill, uh, Belichick was supposed to get one on Thursday. The coach of the New England Patriots. Yes, who's not even that much of a stand-up dude anyway. It's not like we're talking about great people here. A proved cheater. (laughs) Was he the one? He got busted for the the massage parlor. No, that was the owner of the team, Robert Kraft. Oh, my bad. Oh, that's right. See, I'm getting them all mixed up The whole Patriots team is shady. You got the owner that's going to prostitutes at uh, spas down in Florida. And you got Bill Belichick with the whole Spygate thing where they were getting footage from teams during their practices and using it to their advantage. That's right. He was, yes, he was not, he's not ethical. (laughs) Not at all. Not ethical. That's what we were looking for. But they rolled together and they loved it. They were friends and then they kind of... uh, came apart, Trump and Belichick, around the social, uh, Black Lives Matter, social justice when the NFL said, we're going to take a stand. Yeah, here. he endorsed Trump back in 2016. Yeah, and then he went. And then he wouldn't after they said, no, we're going to do something about this. Yeah. And so, anyway, so look, he said, I'm going to give you the honor. Well, Bill Belichick was one of the only ones to come out and say, I don't want it. I'm not interested in it. And turned it down. And they've been friends for years. Yeah. Uh, but he said, um, <laughs> I could read his statement for you. He said, recently I was offered the opportunity to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom which I was flattered by out of respect for what the honor represents and admiration for prior recipients. Subsequently, the tragic events of last week occurred and the decision has been made not to move forward with the award. Above all, I'm an American citizen with great reverence for our nation's values, freedom, and democracy. There you go. Yeah, and then he uh, he also reiterated that they will continue to work on social justice. So, look... It's been a crazy week. We had two Capitol Police officers suspended now. The one that you've seen taking the selfie. Oh, yeah. He got suspended. Mm-hmm. Another one got suspended for wearing a MAGA hat because cops cannot wear political clothes. Right. That's just uh, that's the rule. Especially the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, thank you. know, you're not. Yeah. Look, whatever. So a lot going on there. I think they had like 15 other cops of Capitol Police under investigation. Yeah. And I saw the Washington, D.C. police were pissed because they came in. Yes. To help. And then they're watching. You see what I, I would be pissed too. You're That's like, what mess. the hell? We're so, here to help you and you're screwing us. But for a second Something's here, off. I kind of like Bill Belichick just for a second. Just for what, first for what well, he did. he did, no, because he did the right thing. He did the right thing. Why would you, you can't accept uh, that, uh, accepting that award. And P.S., for everyone claiming getting kicked off social media censorship, can I just say for the class, it's not. It's when the government does it to you. It's the company telling you, no, the government cens- is censorship, not Twitter or Facebook. I think we, people are pissed I about. Like we need to talk about the First Amendment. I think people are pissed about their ideas being censored, is what they're worried about. <laughs> Even you can if they say have. your idea wherever you want. Right. <laughs> they're worried about some people's having their ideas suppressed and other people's not having their ideas suppressed. And I think that's, what, that's where people are getting pissed about well, the freedom of speech thing. Right. But here's my thing, Riggs. When Twitter decides. Oh, we're going to ban Nazis, insurrectionists, white supremacists, yeah. those who advocate such. Yeah. And then people ask me why people... that uh, You're admitting to more than you think you if you're that, that pisses you off. Okay, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Bill Belichick did not take you, the Congressional no. Medal of Honor. <laughs> hey, if your parents have been divorced, completely <gasps> left field here. Are we going to talk about this? Yeah, if your parents have been divorced... Like I yeah. need some some tips from you specifically because I know your parents are still together, Allie. Uh-huh. My parents are divorced now a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I have to go and have a conversation with one of them this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
and I need to know what I should Boy, say, I what I shouldn't this. say. I have questions. I need your help, especially if you come from a family of divorced parents. Uh, and how you deal with it next. Hold oh, boy. On. All right. 103.7 oh, Kiss no. FM. Riggs. What? What is going I mean, I know stuff's going on, but what is? I need the update. <laughs> stuff's going on. Sheesh. What do you well, mean stuff? Forget about my own problems and tell me about yours, my friend. Well, why don't you grab a cup of tea? Oh, got it. Grab right. a cup of tea I real quick coffee. there. coffee, not tea. As yeah. you may or may not know, uh, I am... Uh, a lost child. <laughs> you are not a lost child. <laughs> Knock it off. Is this about your parents' divorce? It is, yes. A- my and parents. Divorce in adulthood. Yes, because my parents were married for 30 years and then divorced probably a year and a half ago. So weird, right? And when it happened, it was really weird mm-hmm. because we found out that it was happening by my mom making my dad call us siblings and tell us what mm-hmm. was happening and how mm-hmm. he was seeing leaving. other people and leaving and then uh-huh. it was it. kind of mended a little bit but then just fell apart uh-huh. and it's been like a weird rift in our family ever since it's right. just been awkward yeah really awkward. do you think your mom did the right thing by making your dad tell you guys because i do why was it her responsibility yes and no or do you think that was handled wrong i think it was handled it's, it's hard to say because it's not my business what happened right. between them and their marriage. Right. I wasn't married to them. Right. Their marriage is their marriage. Right. What matters to me is how they are as parents to me. Yeah. And my dad that I grew up with, who's my stepdad, yeah. was never anything but great to me. Yeah. That's During great. the whole time that I was, he was, he was great. He was dad. at my sports stuff. He was at my band stuff. He was mm-hmm. supportive. He was there for me. When my biological father peaced out mm-hmm. years ago and signed away my his rights to me to my stepdad. And just because you're a good dad, as we've seen, or a good mom, doesn't always mean you're a good wife or a husband. True. It's so two let's, separate things. let's keep that in check here because he was a good right. dad. <laughs> I don't know about anything else, so but it's I'm, hard to break th- the two. Yeah. I think where my struggle mentally comes in is because now I have opinions of both. I have negative opinions as the husband and negative opinions as the father too. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So you're you feel like it got muddied him being Very a great muddied. dad now. Like it kind of just it's almost like when you have something you think is credible and then it gets destroyed by yeah. something and you're like, but that was what I. In I fact, thought I got was to say the case. I got to say the thing to my dad that he used to say to me that he loved that you, struck me to the core. What do you mean you got to say it to him? I got to say to him what he would always say to me Which that always what? hit me hard. I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hated that because yeah. that's what it is. You I'm not mad. mad. I'm disappointed, but I am a little mad too because of yeah. how it's been handled. Right. Well, now let's fast forward to now my dad is now dating somebody. Okay. We've had some suspicions about this. How long I have think they I've been brought, apart now? I've, uh, they've been apart for probably a year and a half. Okay. And I've known about this other person for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Because Was this person involved before they split or you I don't, don't know. even know? And do you care? I, Does it matter? Because a lot of people would say it does. A lot of people would say, who cares at this point? That's another thing. That's where the you're, you're that's where it's muddied. That's where I it's muddied. It. I get you, Rick. Because I, I want to confused. You're I confused. Want, I want to care, but does it matter to me? No, because yeah. it's none of my business. But it kind of is because they, is, they made it my business when they decided to call and make this public information to the right. family, right? But you're adults. That's the other thing. Like It's not like you're seven years old, seven, and you're right. like, okay, mom and I are getting a, like you're a grown so, up. When I knew that he was seeing someone else, like mm-hmm. it's it's got to be weird. And this is where I want people's opinions at four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. When your parents split up and they start dating somebody else, Oof. like he I had, he had never told me, and I was waiting for him to tell me. Like mm-hmm. I was just sitting back and waiting because I knew. Did you feel a sense of betrayal? The fact that he didn't tell you he was dating someone, your dad? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. That he wasn't uh, yeah. at least honest about it. Like, okay. hey, I'm seeing somebody else. I, I don't have divorced parents, so I have to ask yeah. you what the feelings are because I have no, I can't. I that's people have to really call in and, and help dude, you. I really don't know what the feelings are either, which is oh, why I'm asking people. It. <gasps> I don't know. Yeah. So he finally uh, he sent my wife and I like this big box of wine, like 18 bottles of wine, showed mm-hmm. up at our doorstep, and we were like, "What's this wine from?" And there was no note or anything in the box. Okay. So I had to call this company, this yeah. wine direct company, and go, yeah. "I didn't order this. Why do I have it?" And they go, "Oh, well." John Riggs is what the guy that yeah. bought it. And I go, oh, that's my dad. I'll call him and say thanks. So your dad sent you a box of wine. Sent us a box of wine for the holidays slash 10-year anniversary. So we FaceTime my dad. Okay. Well, and, and how long had it been since you talked to him? It'd been a while. Okay. Like We'd been texting. We'd talked a couple times because my grandma was in the hospital and had mm-hmm. some some surgery. She's fine now. But there was um, some awkward stuff Yeah, but going there was on. some awkward stuff going on. So this is the first time that I had like face-to-face and I'm waiting. And he said he wanted me to come down for Christmas because he had to talk to me about something. And I'm like, what do you have to talk to me about? And he goes, well, for the past 10 months or so, I've been seeing someone. 
and I don't really know where it's going to go, but I just want you to know, I mean, I still love your mom and everything, and I still care about her a lot. And I was like, what? I'm not five. <laughs> What do you tell? What do you mean? He's so terrible, my mom. He's so, five. Riggs, it's so true. You, he's talking to you. Felt like he was talking to you, like yeah. you were a kid and you were stupid. It's yeah. like when you're five and your parents yeah. get divorced, they say yeah. things like, "This isn't your fault. <laughs> Mommy and daddy still love you. We just don't you're, love each other." And you're like, "I'm 38, I'm, bro. I'm, I know." Like, <laughs> so when he tells me this, I go, yeah, "Yeah, I know. Good for you. I've already known about this." And he goes, "You have?" And I go, "Well, your siblings have very loud mouths." He was surprised. You mean your kids? He was surprised. Yeah, my siblings, his kids, his, yes. Oh, yes. My yes, siblings, yes, his kids, yes. have very loud mouths. So I knew about this. I was mm-hmm. just waiting for him to come forward to and tell, tell you me. himself. Yeah. Which is such the guy, also the guy way, because you notice how your sisters and brother yeah. are super involved in the drama. Totally. But you are the, the it's so interesting, right? Isn't it? Isn't it? Who, who gets involved, how deep they go, yeah. So I think, I mean... So like, okay, what's you just are you just kind of like confused on what's so feel? confused? Okay, so then like let's I need just to know like call in and talk to us about this because you're going your parents got divorced as an adult. Like I, yeah, I want to know like is it okay to not give an f about who he's dating and not have mm-hmm. any sort of involvement? I don't want to meet this new person. I don't care about her. Is that okay? I say approved, but let's ask her. Right? Listeners. <laughs> How long do it does it before I forgive my dad for for what has happened? I have questions about that. That's or a is great it question? Or is it not my circus, not my monkeys? I move on with my life. I don't care. Mm-hmm. He does him. I'll do me. And I don't need to worry about it and just move on and live my life. And maybe I'm making too big of a deal of it. I, I might I very well, well might be. Somebody texted in and they said, you can say it reminded you of feelings that your biological father made you feel. He moved on very quickly and that's devastating. <gasps> I just got goosebumps Ooh. on you. Is that a th- who texted that in? Are you a therapist? That's great. That was deep because your, your sperm donor yeah. signed away his rights. And then when you had another family and your stepdad raised you as a great dad. Yeah. And so with this person, it is implying that that triggered the leaving abruptly. Interesting. Yeah. The divorce of your parents. Okay. The yeah. phones are blowing up. All right. We'll talk to you next. Song. Yeah. 414-799-1037. We'll, we'll talk next. All right. The fun thing about having a radio show is we get to have therapy sometimes. <laughs> you and I. We do get to have therapy. Yeah. Talk it out. Maybe yours but the is. the listeners help. You're, you're a single and you're navigating the waters of getting back into a relationship uh, and your weight loss and everything. Oh, so. I'm not. You're, Oh, you're saying, I'm I, saying I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm constantly looking for advice. Are you right? kidding me? So this is me now looking for advice from. Now Briggs is the lost one, <laughs> right? No, please, I'm a lost child. Enough about Divorce. my problems. No. Let's talk about Riggs. No, but so my parents have divorced. They've split up. I'm an mm-hmm. adult. I'm a grown man. They were married for 30 years, and I have some things that I, I kind of want to get off my chest to my dad too. So I have like kind of a, a couple points that I want to make with him, mm-hmm. and I think I just want to get them off of my chest out to him in person and just say, here, you take this. Pain you and need this, to release this frustration, and then go about my business. Okay, so hold think, on, though. I think that'll help me. But I think when I've tried to do that, where I have to get it out, express it to yeah. someone, or it, if they aren't apologetic, I find myself stuck. True. So, that, do you worry about that? Uh, yes. You see what I'm saying? But I also worry if I can even accept the apology because I don't think I can. I would believe it. I think it's just going to be see me. What I, putting, this is where we get stuck with yeah. the with forgiveness. But this I don't think like it's, you're so full of it. Yeah. I don't think it's about the forgiveness. I think it's just about me getting it out of mm-hmm. from inside Releasing. and putting it onto him because mm-hmm. I don't think I've verbalized all of my emotions to him, and that's not fair to him, and it's not fair to me. You know? Right. It's like holding in resentment to somebody when you're not confronting the problem. Right. Where and then the resentment builds and builds and builds, and, and then you is, just hate them, and you've dealt with nothing. And yeah. that's how I am as a person. You know this firsthand. That's how I am as a person. I know you, Riggs. I'm terrible at that, dude. <laughs> I know you. I will sit there and just brew on something. better, though. I have. Well, somebody texted, and they said, my parents divorced after 22 years. We, the adult children, were hurt, but stayed out of it. My dad remarried right away with the mistress. <gasps> that would be hurtful. It says, yeah. it took some time, but my siblings and I get along well with the wife. So, it took time. Yeah, maybe. I wish I knew how much time. Let's go to Sheboygan. Ashley's in Sheboygan. Hey, Ashley. Ashley, what do you want to say real quick? (laughs) So, um, my parents are still married. I accept dad who's been in my life like you. I mean, for a very, very long time. Um, I think if I were you, I would do that. I would tell your dad how you feel. I mean, because he's basically your dad. And, you know, you want to keep that relationship with him. But do you feel like if you... If your dad was dating somebody and you, like, accepted that person, that that would hurt your mom? I do, yeah. Oh, is yeah. that the core of the hurt? Part of it too. Uh, you're yeah. worried about your yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah. That too, yeah. 
Yeah. I would agree because when I went to visit my mom uh, over the holidays, uh-huh. my one of my my youngest sister came to visit as well, and we were all having just a normal conversation around the tree, talking about stuff. And my sister mm-hmm. just nonchalantly brought up Debbie, this woman that Dad's seeing. Wait, in Debbie's front of, your mom's name? I know. My dad is Wait, also. Wait, your dad's dating a. My dad's also dating a Debbie, (laughs) who also works in healthcare. That's weird. (laughs) Like my mom, which is weird. So weird. But when we were sitting in together, and my sister brought this up, like I could tell my mom didn't know about this, and she was blindsided by it. So heartbroken. And I could just see the look on my mom's face, going, "Uh huh, yeah." Yeah, Like, but behind her eyes, I was. I could could see her falling apart, which I broke my heart. A, but B, I was like, she's gonna have to learn to deal with it eventually. So I don't want to, you know, treat my mom with white gloves and be like, "I'm sorry." Now I'm crying, and it's. Not even about your parents' divorce. And I'm crying right. about your mom getting like, oh, well, the, I know. I'm getting triggered by the pain like, of realizing hard. they're with somebody else. It's hard ah! because I want to be like, don't talk about that ah! around mom. But then the other part of me is like, well, she's going to have to hear it regardless. So why, why not confront so it while it is? I don't know. And I'm yeah, crying about not even your divorce. What is going on with the show I today? Know. We are a mess. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Thank God we're mental health advocates, I right? so bad. <laughs> Thank God we're mental health. Who said you could hold on, right? though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I, yes, yeah. but Ashley, you're right. I think it, me accepting a new woman in his life, I feel like that would hurt my, hurt my mom, yes. Even though yeah. I would... So maybe you would have a conversation with your you know, your mom about it, too, because, you know, obviously you love your mom and you don't want to hurt your mom. And, yeah. you know, that's that's a big part of your life. And yeah. Yeah. So, She's my mom. Well, and I've seen people that don't want to find their biological father because it would hurt their mom. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that, too. Not yeah. because They want to meet them, but they're afraid to hurt the mom. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. seen that quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So, well, I wish you luck. Thank you. Get it all figured out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thanks, Ashley. You can call or text to 414-799-1037. Somebody texted in Riggs and said, even if you don't get the forgiveness that you want, just getting out in the open feels great. Trust me, I know. That's what somebody texted in. All right. And somebody else said, I'm sure you feel hurt. I do. But don't lead with anger. Let him know you want to share how you feel, however that is, and let him process it how he chooses. All right. You want me to tell you what I want to tell him next? Yeah, I'm dying. Wait, you're going to tell us what you're going to say? Yeah. I want to know if it's too much or too harsh, and we can <sighs> dial in the, the well, monologue. I'll be right here to let you know, my <laughs> friend. You. All right. We all will. Divorce when you're an adult? Man, it sucks. <laughs> Divorce sucks really well, all the time. Well, for the kids. For I the mean, kids. <laughs> Especially when the kids are grown adults. It's mm-hmm. 103.7 KISS FM. So that's what I'm dealing with, if you've been listening for the past little bit. Mm-hmm. Parents, to recap. Yeah, to recap. Parents divorced after 30 years, blah, blah, blah. Had a biological father a long time ago. He ducked out. Stepdad stepped in. Now stepdad is also cheated on mom as well. So And had, they're divorced now, and you're dealing with divorce and, and infidelity after, what, 30 years of your parents being married right. in what you thought was a normal, healthy marriage, yeah. right? So that's, that's got to be hard. Hard. No wonder I have dad issues. No, no wonder. wonder. You have two, two dads that are questionable. I mean, two. two not even, some people don't even one. Well, one's You've too far two. gone. One is questionable. Which one's worse? Not having one at all or having two that suck? Right. Uh, you like my jokes? Okay, I do. listen. No, somebody texted in and said, <laughs> uh, this conversation has me thinking about biological dad, Riggs's biological dad, and if yeah. he's tried reaching out again and where no. your relationship stands with those siblings that you discovered in Wisconsin, do you talk to the siblings or the bio dad? Bio dad, no. He has respected that boundary that Good. I drew couple okay. years ago, and I do still talk to one of the brothers okay. who lives, who lives locally. Yeah, okay. we still talk. Great. I took him skydiving last or year and a half ago. We had so fun. So you have some kind of a relationship with one of the half-siblings you yes. found. Yes. Okay. We still talk. Cool. Yes. All right, so Jamie's in West Bend, and she said she has some different perspectives for you about your parents' divorce. Ooh, Jamie in West Bend, yeah. what's up? Hey, girl. Hello. Hi. Hi. So what's up? So I have a very unique perspective because I've seen both sides. Okay. My, my, my biological dad and my biological mom got divorced when I was younger, probably like eight. Yeah. Um, and it really didn't do a whole lot for me emotionally. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. I, okay. Didn't, I was sad, but still, like it was. It didn't deal. destroy you. Okay. You're being honest. Then, Go on. My mom got remarried to my stepdad and they got divorced about 18, 20 years later. And it was like absolutely gut wrenching. <gasps> okay. <laughs> um, even though he was an abusive man and piece of shit. Oh. Can I say, sorry. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> um, so he was, was abusive. Like, our family completely apart. Everything that I had known as a young child was completely different. Yeah. So when they got divorced, my mom now is married to somebody else, and she truly is like being treated the best she's ever been treated. Um, oh, good. It, you have to kind of think of it as a different perspective. Clearly, there was something not going on correctly with your mom and your dad. For a she's while. Right. For a she's long right. time. Yeah. You're, 
you have to, yes, you're mad at your dad kind of for this whole situation, but also think to yourself that your mom has the ability to truly find happiness at this yeah. point in her life. She is she, right that she, even if she thought she was happy, we don't, I don't know what your mom thought, yeah. but that it's kind of like when I thought my world was over with a divorce and look how much better my life is seven years later. Like your mom will come out on top probably with a better oh, mate 100%. for her, a better There's mate a for her, a better life. Well, that is true because my mom has... find someone that's a better... better than Debbie too. Well, right. My mom is. <laughs> my mom deserve, is. If he deserves it. <laughs> just think, my mom has always wanted to move to South Carolina and buy a house by the beach. That's mm-hmm. been like her life dream, and she okay. said that to my dad all the time okay. when they were married. And he yeah. always said, "There's no way we can ever afford it. We're not doing it. It's too it. expensive. We can't do it." And when they got divorced, she said, "You know what? F it. I'm doing it." And mm-hmm. she picked That's up everything awesome. and she moved to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. She bought a house. Good she has her. a job. She doesn't care about dating anybody. She's. That's not going to make her no. happy. That's when not you her go through fulfillment. that kind of heartbreak, you. You don't care, even care about and not dating. Not once, but twice. Twice but, she's but been. So you, you have to think about the fact that your mom has been a mom for how long? She's done everything for you guys. Yeah. The, whatever your best interest is, and has, uh-huh. ta- has clearly taken like a back seat to what right. that she wanted. In That's life. right. So by getting divorced, and even though she did experience heartbreak, she is being able to actually live her life the right. way that she wants to. Mm-hmm. So how dare so like it would be? Angry. It would be rude <laughs> as one of her kids to be like making things about me right now, wouldn't it? I mean, I would never do something like that. Make things about me because it's about my mom well, right I, now. It's about her. Well, you still have feelings. I mean, though. I yeah, I do. You're entitled to those. My yeah. Ex, my ex dad. Yeah. So, What'd you say? Sorry. Like, How are you dating somebody else? This is killing me. It feels yeah. like a betrayal. Like, it does. When, when people pe- still killing me. Yeah, yeah, because it feels like a betrayal because you're like, oh, I didn't think they would handle it or this this way or yeah. I didn't think they would hurt people like and not care uh-huh. or whatever. You kind yeah. of see different parts of people. Yeah. Because the family that I had always known was no longer my family. Like we went from having a family of like eight to mm-hmm. a family of three. Your norm was whacked out. Somebody texted in and said, I love her viewpoint. She is so right. And I think someone's right. This is the kind of therapy we need in our lives where they somebody does the cognitive thinking, which yep. twists the thoughts around to a positive place where you can accept the positivity of what's coming out of it. And it's because we want to focus so hard on all the negative and the horrible yeah. stuff that's painful, you know? Yeah. But I still think you're entitled to those feelings, Riggs. Yeah, I am. I don't think you, I think you should be allowed to express them. Right. All right. Period. <laughs> well, thank you for calling, Jamie. You're very welcome. Thank I really appreciate the different perspective. That's She's, very good. Uh, she was. She had some good it's points. Yeah. Many years of therapy. So. Right. It's, been, it's interesting. It People will, yes. need to remember that that she's saying it took years. Yeah. I said it yeah. took years. Other people like it doesn't. It takes it's not an overnight time. thing. Yeah. yeah and right. it takes a lot of time. Rome you know? wasn't built in a day, is what they say. All right. <laughs> uh, somebody texted in. Thanks it's for about calling. the release for you, Riggs. There is a therapy technique called the empty chair. The you empty speak chair. to the person you want to confront. As if they're there, and then you sit in the chair and respond to yourself. Another thing I did was writing goodbye letters. That feels really good. Oh, yeah. Well, here's what I want to say to but him. But you don't want to say goodbye. I want to say it to him in a chair, not an empty chair. You like want to talk to him face to face. I want to talk to him face to face, and I want to go see him this weekend. And I want to say, basically what I want to say is I feel like he put on a show. When the whole divorce happened, he played this victim card like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why this happened. I went down to see both of my parents when this happened, probably two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And I went down and I saw both of them. My dad was in a hotel at the time. My mom was in the house. They were living separately. It was weird. My dad makes me take him to a church to go to confession. Stop it. Because he felt bad about what he had done. He talks about how he had gone through depression and he had drinking problems and he was going to get all this, get himself together. And I don't feel like any of that ever happened. I know it didn't happen. So that was manipulation then. If you're going to someone and saying, let me tell you all the ways I'm a victim when instead of taking any accountability, here's that's called manipulation, Riggs. So it's one thing if you say, well, I have all these problems. I'm an alcoholic or I'm depressed or whatever. And then you go deal with it. But if you just say it out loud to someone to make them feel sorry for you, manipulation to a T. So because he did this when it all happened and because now I'm questioning everything about my life. I'm Mm -hmm. like wondering even prior to this when he was gone and traveling for work. I'm wondering, was he really traveling for work? Was he seeing somebody else? That's not my business, but I'm wondering now how much of it was a lie? How much of it, how much is he being dishonest with me now? Questioning everything. Let me finish. Hold on. And I want to tell him, I want to say, look, because he keeps saying like, I love you, which is, it means a lot to him to say that to me. 
like saying the words I love you mm-hmm. as my dad. Yeah. It means a lot as a dad to say that to your son. Yeah. It's just guys, that's how guys are. We're weird emotionally saying I love you to other men. Okay. It's part of the stigma around men and emotions and mental health. But I want to tell him, like, I still love you. I just, I don't trust you right now. And that's going to take a long time for me to build that back because mm-hmm. I don't trust anything that he says or does. I don't. And that's what I want to tell them. I don't know. Is that you too much? You tell me when I can say, because uh, you were, t- I wasn't sure if you were talking to him still or me. Yeah, I'm still talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> You're still going, no, get it yeah. out. Get it out. And that's what I want to say to him, basically. I was going to ask you what, right something you would have said to me. What's that? I know you would have said this to me. Why do the details matter if it's over, Allie? Why do the details matter? That's right. what you would have said to me. Exactly. In a divorce. So you're kind of obsessing over the details of the 20 years. So I'm saying it back to you now. I know. Stop thinking about that stuff. You used to tell me, Allie, stop worrying about who who they're dating. Stop worrying about, stop looking at social media. Stop worrying about if they cheated more. It doesn't matter now. And you were right. I know, because I can't control any of that. Mm -hmm. I cannot worry about what I can control. Mm -hmm. But that's what I want to tell him so he knows where that is rooted, where my emotion is rooted. Mm. And that's the only reason. The details matter to you. Because that little detail I think matters because otherwise he's like out of left field like why are you unless if he really wonders why I'm mad then he's got way bigger problems that I can't even deal with yeah he's seriously wondering why I'm upset then he's got it. He's got deeper issues. Is than he I, filling the void with just women, woman, or know. women, or what? I don't know. Are you going to meet the new woman? No, I don't want to. No, no desire. Not today, at least. No, not this weekend, at least. No. <laughs> I, you don't want to say never, because I say never say never, but <laughs> well, not anytime soon. It will take a large act of Congress, which will take forever <laughs> if we learned anything, right? Hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I'm so mad, Riggs. I have to come over when you're yep. gone and watch your HBO, can I? Yeah. <laughs> because the Tiger Woods documentary is out, and I want to see it. <gasps> I just saw that. I want to watch it, too. I'll give you my password and then change it in three weeks. Okay, thank you. He did that to me once, but that's another story for another day. No, uh, so Rachel Uchitel, who's the girl that was busted having the affair with Tiger, he was sleeping with multiple women. but She was the one that everybody put the spotlight on. Right, and then she went on Celebrity Rehab. That was 10 years ago, okay? She rode that. Oh, Not Tiger Woods, but she rode the publicity from that. She rode both, honey. She did. She rode both, okay? (laughs) Anyway, and you know, we talked a little bit this week how she said she was in love. He told her it was he was she was the only woman he loved. All this garbage. Uh-huh. Okay, so now we're finding out more and more because the second part airs this Sunday on HBO. The second part of the Tiger documentary about oh, all this. Okay. So he was married to Elon at the time. For, you know that all these affairs broke his relationship up. He went to rehab. Yeah. There was a lot going on. But she said she learned she was had a love addiction. That was what she kind of learned. And I remember Doctor Drew telling her this on Celebrity Rehab, which okay. to me is can you just say you have self esteem issues? Like that's how I would prefer you to say these things. Yeah. Uh, she said, quote, Tiger's mistress, I will say that uh, this is a very real thing that I think people don't have awareness about. It's where people mistake intensity for intensity for love and people sort of look to someone else to gain credibility for not feeling credible inside. And she said that was something Tiger did. He gave her credibility. He made her feel worthy. You know, it's everything when you, when you have low self-esteem. You look for love in somebody else and yeah. you're doing it all the wrong ways, but you don't have awareness about it. Until, yeah. I mean, it feels like every conversation I've had with every girlfriend after a breakup, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to I'm like, addicted to being in love. You're better than this, but I love him. No, but you you're don't. better than th- But I love him. It's like the same conversation but over But he and doesn't over. love you back, and he doesn't feel the same way. I don't Plus, care. you're I trying to fill him. a void in yourself. Well, yeah. Why don't people love themselves before they love other people? I, Why is that is... such a hard concept for people to get? Well, if I had an answer, I'd tell you. But instead, I sit in my therapist's office going, how do I love myself more? So Likewise. I don't have the answer. <laughs> I don't have how the do answer. How do I love me more? If we had the answer... Right. I mean, there's some days I'm feeling myself. Some <laughs> and days you don't. there's some days I'm like, wow, am I a loser? <laughs> I know. Everybody has those days. <laughs> I mean. Some days you're on top of the world. Some days you're not. Uh, and that's that all right. Life, yeah. Well, I can't wait to watch the second watch one. Watch the, the first documentary one. on HBO, and I want to know. I'll watch it today. I, I, it's on my list. Hearing her talk through being his mistress and blah, blah. I'll it's watch a, it. The classic mistress talk. I'll watch it tonight before This Is Us. <gasps> yes. Only before This Is Us, not after. Good. All right. I think you had hidden meaning behind your gift, and you just didn't know it. I, 
I, I did it. I thought about it after I gave it to her, uh-huh. and I thought, did I do something wrong? Did you offend her? I don't know. <laughs> I should have gotten her on the phone. She would have told us. <laughs> 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. We're Riggs and Allie. So, um, I, do you remember when, right before the holidays, I was so excited because Ella, who's been my nanny for years yeah. off and on, now she's on, thank God, because uh, <laughs> I've had real nanny issues over the years. Yeah. Riggs has experienced it. Well, you have an interesting job, too. Uh, yeah, that, well, that requires you to be up at an getting r- someone time than most. reliable to come at 5 a.m. a couple days a week has kind of been a nightmare my whole life since yeah. I got divorced, okay? Yeah. So, but she has been great and consistent, and Owen even wrote a story about her the other day that said she's the only babysitter he's felt comfortable with. Yeah, she wrote a book about them. She wrote a book that got published uh-huh. called Always Nanny, because so yeah. I said I was mad all kids, all book, kids' books have two parents, and that wasn't the reality some my single, kids live, yeah, you know? single parent books. You open up these kids' books, and they're all like, mom and dad come in to say goodnight, and right. that's just not the world for a lot of people anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then you got to answer questions and blah, blah, blah. So she wrote this great book called Always Nanny. You can buy it on Amazon. It's cute. Yeah. And um, so for for Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever, she gave me a new Keurig, which I was thrilled because we both love to drink coffee. She drinks it. And I had a one that was 10 years old. You were excited about that thing, Because then. it was, it really had needed to be replaced. Yeah. And so I got the Slim. It's quick. I don't, it's so clean and nice. So I was trying to like, what can, that was such a nice gift. And she even said to me, is it bad I bought you a gift that I'm going to use too? <laughs> no. And I said, absolutely not. It no. makes everybody, it gives us all joy. When my wife bought me an air fryer for my birthday, <laughs> she knew she was going to use it too. And we both use it. <laughs> so that's okay. But then one of the gifts I got her was a coffee mug Okay. that set, had her initial on it, which is E for Ella, right? Yeah. And then I gave it to her and I said, here, now you have your own cup at our house. And then I thought about it later, and again, I'm the queen of overthinking, but I said... Was that a? F- I said, Riggs, do you think she thought I was getting pissed she was using my cups? And I was trying to send her a message <laughs> to stop using my cups because that was not. I never have had that thought in no. my life. But I wondered, since I got her something to use at my house on her own, her own cup, does it look, does it look rude? You know what I mean? Or is it thoughtful, like, here's your cup in our house? Which is really the way I meant it. I think that's the way that you would take it. But okay. I think it's funny that you spun it the other way, though. See how the mind plays tricks? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, did, oh, I wonder if that was like, hey, get your own cup. I, because that wasn't what I meant. <laughs> because I know a couple that was dating for a long time. This uh-huh. is back when I lived in, I think, Indiana or something like that. Yeah. But he had, her boyfriend had grown a beard over mm-hmm. the year, and she hated the beard. Mm. Hated it. Mm. But like, he refused to shave it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. one day for Christmas. How's that working out for those two? <laughs> well, she bought him a beard trimming kit, like a shaving <gasps> kit for Christmas. It's kind of a hint to be like, hey, why don't you shave that? Thing. Yeah. But instead he took it as a way to groom the beard. So now he just has a very neat beard. Oh, well, it's kind of compromise. Like a she got bit. him to groom yes. it a little. But it was one of those gifts that you gave as kind of a hint to be like, hey, hey you're get hairy. It together. You're get too it hairy. Together. Why don't you manscape a little bit, maybe? But see, if you gave a woman workout material because you didn't like the way she looked, it'd be on, which is why that's right. kind of messed up. Because it you're saying, be. I don't like the way you look. Here's something to fix it. Well, are you in love with the person or are you in love with the way they look? Right. You know, well, like, like you, if they get in a wheelchair, if they end up in a wheelchair because they get paralyzed, are you still going to love them? Just or are the you going to be upset test. about the way they look? That's We've talked. Tell the wheelchair test. The wheelchair test says that if you were in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and the day after you met them, or maybe the day after you got married, whenever they were hit by a car and had to be in a wheelchair and fed through a, a tube or whatever, mm-hmm. would you still be with that person? Would you still love them? And the answer is yes. You've passed the wheelchair okay. test. Okay. Okay. Which I, my wife and you I. You pray both, to God that never happens. We both passed the wheelchair test with each other. You said, I want to take care of you if anything happened to you, and I'd still Even love you. Even if you can't move any limbs, I would be yeah. there for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're, you're saying if you want to be in a committed relationship it, with well, somebody. It's a commitment. It's not just a convenience. <laughs> oh, no, this is inconvenient. Now I'm going to bounce. A lot of people get that, yeah. and then they get divorced mm-hmm. or broken up with. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dad. They don't. <laughs> 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 we don't have any daddy issues on this show. Oh, but I wonder if people have given gifts with like hidden meanings, like 
Like a, maybe, I, maybe. There was no hidden meaning. That was the funny part about I it. Like I just gave her a coffee cup to use at my house, and then I thought, was that offensive? Like, hey, don't use my cups. I know, but I, I bet people have over the holidays yeah. given something as like a hint, like a hey, why don't you do this? Maybe somebody gave maybe somebody gave someone a gym membership as a hint to go and be mm-hmm. active. I don't oh, know. Hell no. Or some resistance bands. <laughs> I don't know. 414-799-1037. Uh, you can always call or you can text that number. We'd love to hear from you. We can read your text and take your calls next. It's 103.7 KISS FM. I love that this conversation is taking a detour. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. How it went from giving a mug to your nanny and thinking that you were had a hidden meaning behind it. When Which you didn't I didn't. At all. No. Into talking about, how do we talk about the wheelchair test? How do we get to that? <laughs> because we talked about you either love someone or you don't. Because we talked right. about giving gifts. Like if you give your wife or your husband a workout gift or you give them something to trim their beard, it's about their looks. And do you love them or not? <laughs> Would you love them if they didn't look that way? So that, and then Alicia called calls in. She's on the phone in West Dallas. She said she's got a whole new spin on your wheelchair test, which did you say the wheelchair test? The wheelchair test is if you are, let's say you're marrying somebody. If they got hit by a train mm-hmm. after the marriage, right after the wedding day. It could just be after you're in love with them. How's right that? Right after you're in love with them. Yes. <laughs> Would you still be with that person and be willing to commit your life to caring for that person and still mm-hmm. loving that person, mm-hmm. even if they were riddled to a wheelchair? You couldn't mm-hmm. have sex. You couldn't do all the meals and everything. You, you weren't attracted them. to yeah. them. Anything. All that stuff. That's the wheelchair test. <laughs> What were you going to say this Alicia, morning? Alicia, yeah. What, what's your take on this? So, I I don't, I hope nobody takes any offense to what I say. So, <laughs> I play a game with my boyfriend that uh, how he hasn't left me for this simple fact is beyond me. I'll get a random thought in my head. I'll text him or I'll go in the living room and be like, babe, what if I had a peg leg and no eyes? Would you still love me? <laughs> a peg leg and no she eyes. She just walks into the living room. <laughs> uh, it'll be midnight and I'm still awake. He's playing his video games and I'll just go and bother him with a random thought in my head of would you still love me if this happened to me? I guess the answer is always yes, right? He just looks at me and just doesn't, he doesn't say yes. Like, oh my God. Does he throw it? Guys, he's smart enough to not respond, and his response back to me is a wise man knows when to shut his mouth. <laughs> he's a smart guy. He's smart. Now, does he throw it back to you? Does he throw the what ifs back at you? Like, what if I didn't have any legs? What oh, if he I? has. Okay. Okay. What does he say? He totally has. His has been. Way more bizarre than I could have ever imagined. Alicia, I was going to say, does a guy take it so weird? Because I could see guys taking it to just... It's like when you're playing Would You Rather with a dude. It always goes to some crazy out there spot. (laughs) And you're just like, what? What if I had tentacles instead of arms and wore an eye patch? Would you still love me? Like that kind of stuff? It's almost like playing with a kid. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Well, and now my daughter chimes in, Christopher, would you still love me? I was not me, and I was really a character from a random movie that she saw two years ago. This is what happens when you invite kids into your grown-up conversation. I love it. I love that. All of a sudden, people all over the city in Milwaukee are going to have their spouse come back to, hey, what if I had a peg leg? <laughs> no eyes. And no eyes. And my breath you... always smelled like... You know how many people are going to be confused today when they get asked that by their significant other? Right. Well, I was listening to Riggs and Alley. I feel like this has become like that uh, that TikTok trends thing where people just text their spouse ridiculous things for their answers. My Facebook is going to be blowing up today. It will. With people telling me, look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> look what you made me do. Look. So the, so oh, the what funny. if test is what you guys use. And how long have you been with your boyfriend now? Um, I've known him for about five years. We've been together for almost two. I knew it wasn't as long yeah. when you said I've known him for. We do this test too. Where yeah. how long have you been married? Well, we've been married. We've been married for, for ten, th- but we've been together for twelve. Like yeah. you'll hear that from people all the time. Two years is I, a long I time, though, girl. To, I still used to play it when because we used to work together. That's how we met. I would walk in the kitchen at work and be like, "Would you still be friends with me if?" <laughs> I'm doing that to Riggs every day, Alicia. Every day. You should. I was going to say no. I, will. I love it. Alicia, I really like your twist on the wheelchair test with the what if test. So keep being creative because that's kind of what keeps you guys together is the creativity and the humor that you have in your relationship. So be happy about that, at least. You guys it get each other. It definitely makes it 
fun. It Definitely does make it fun. it fun. It keeps you guys guessing. Thank you so well, much. Well, it creates some fun and laughter in the relationship. It does. And, yeah, I get Thank that. you for listening this morning. Yes, thanks, Alicia. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Hey, Alicia, what if I <laughs> murdered Riggs accidentally <laughs> Would you and still I listen still to us? had a peg leg? <laughs> Would you still listen to us if? <laughs> Would you still listen to us if? <laughs> <laughs> Allie killed Riggs. Oh, my God, I love this game. Riggs, What's we've that, come Alicia? up with a new game. Sorry, I'm too excited. What's that, Alicia? <laughs> I said if that was the case, I want a video instead of having to listen on the radio. I want to watch it. Oh god, what the murder? That's horrifying. You're so yeah. bad. Oh, god. All of it. It's never happening. But <laughs> you're crazy. But the what? It, would you still listen to us? If game is definitely Let's write happening. Write that down for later. Yes. How horrible of a person are you? That's what I need to know. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Alicia. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Who else is on the phone here? Oh, we got Heidi in West Dallas. Up, Heidi. Hey, Heidi. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Jinx. Hi. So um, I was just going to uh, comment on your um, little um, thing here. The wheelchair so test? My, da- my dad was actually, um, became a quadriplegic when I was a freshman in high school. Oh, my. And so we went through many years of all of his medical stuff. But my yeah. mom completely stuck by his side mm-hmm. until the very end. Mm-hmm. But it was very hard because there was a lot of people that were in the hospital that you saw their significant others leave. So, um, oh, so that ever me now I feel bad, Heidi. Anybody. Now I feel like bad making light of it. Oh, well, we're no, not, though. Make light of it because, <sighs> I mean, like, it's, it's okay. I'm just saying that that taught me to, you love till the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No when did you? My mom taught me so much, and, like, she's, like, the biggest idol I have in the world. Aww. When did you lose your father? How long ago did he pass? Uh, maybe 19 years ago. Okay. Wow. But that's she's the the literal living example of a wheelchair test. Mm-hmm. Like the literal example yeah, of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it was like morning to night work for her and a full time job. And mm-hmm. our kids helped out. We were very young too. Like yeah. we were all in high school, and we had to help out every single day. But right. like, if you truly love somebody, you'll stay by their side no matter mm-hmm. what. It is. That's right. You got it. That's right. It's just devastating when people don't. In your and living, she proof. got to witness that people leaving. That's but crazy. There are people yeah. that do walk away, and that's unfortunate too. But yeah, it is. You know, I mean, you have to make your decision for your own life. But I would never do it. You yeah, know? I know. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so Oof. much for calling this morning. You guys have a great day. You too, you too. Heidi. All right. Bye. So, Riggs, Bye. what if I <laughs> slashed your tires, uh-huh. broke your window? Yeah. And then said, sorry, would people still listen to us? No. <laughs> Why is a disco party in Wisconsin going viral? <laughs> What? It's actually for a good reason. I'll tell you what. Okay. It's a disco party, which you would think, ah, the pandemic. Why are people gathering? They're going to kill everybody. <laughs> this even happened at a nursing home, this mm. disco party. A nursing home mm. of all places in Brookfield, Wisconsin. What? Brookfield's congregation home. They Stop. threw a big disco party on Saturday for a good reason. Though. Okay. Because the guests of honor were Walgreens and the COVID-19 vaccine. <gasps> oh, I love <laughs> so, it. So many people that were at this rehabilitation center were so excited, a lot of them getting the vaccine, and mm-hmm. so they decided since so many people are getting vaccinated, they were going to celebrate that yep. that was a big turning well, point yeah, for them. A lot of these people haven't seen anyone. They haven't yeah. been able to see their families. Their families won't come near them. You know, yep. stuff like that. So we're taking Aww. steps towards changing that so that you don't have to see your family through plexiglass anymore, Aww. which would be nice. Yeah. So some of the residents were joking when 86-year-old lady said she wants a vodka martini to celebrate. (laughs) I want to hang with that lady. That's my girl. Dude, my parents are retired. Old people drink. Yes, they do. Okay, my parents don't, (laughs) but I've seen it. Okay, and they do drink, but not like... Yeah, they do. They're bored. I know. It's like how they say, you know, like the STDs are flying around in these older communities. Yes. And like in the villages in Florida. (laughs) And I asked my dad, he's like, oh, it's no joke. And my parents are married, thank God. But my dad's like, you hear about old people getting STDs all the time. I'm like, I might puke, but I'm fascinated by this. Tell me more. That's literally the conversation oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, have. You're not wrong. I told my mother-in-law about this. She yeah. was worried about COVID at a nursing home. And I go, they got to worry about that and STDs, and too. ST- well, there's nobody <laughs> yes. else. Right? Put, what are you put do? me at 80 in uh-huh. a home with 50 other 80-year-olds. And your standards are really low when you're 80, too. Well, I mean, they were low anyway. I mean, right? come on. I mean, <laughs> we're, not, we're not looking for Mr. Perfect here. <laughs> right.
<laughs> but I thought it was neat that we had a, a local nursing home making national yeah. news because of the, the disco you know party they so threw funny? over the weekend. Yeah. I did see the disco party. I didn't realize it was in Brookfield. Yes, That's it was right so here in cool. Brookfield. Very cool, cool, right? It's 103.7 cool. Kiss FM. Hey, hi. What up? Yo, hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So, a lot of people devastated by the loss of Chadwick Boseman last yeah. year, and I get it. Yeah. And his wife has not spoken out since his death at all, but he was being honored on Monday night at the, uh, what awards was it? I'm sorry, the, <laughs> I just had it here. What the hell were the awards? I oh, have the, it Gotham, the Gotham, Gotham Awards. awards yeah. Sorry, so I knew it was something different. It wasn't like the Oscars. It was like the it is Go- weird because I yeah. thought Gotham, like Gotham City, Batman. It was strange, but okay. Go the ahead. 2021 Gotham Awards. So yeah. it was they were honoring him. He was nominated in the Best Actor category for his role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. He did not win it. I went to the guy from Sound of Metal, but he was nominated and they honored him. And so his wife recorded a video message, so heartbreaking that they played, and here it is. It is my honor to receive this award on behalf of my husband in acknowledgement not only of his profound work, but of his impact on this industry and this world. Chad, thank you. I love you. I am so proud of you. Keep shining your light on us. So nice. Yeah, he was 43 when he died of cancer in uh, last August of 2020. And everyone, he had kept it under wraps and he had kept filming. That's what people were blown away by. People that he was filming with didn't even know he was struggling with cancer, which is because he did not want it to take over what he was doing. People were giving him crap for his weight loss and like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's losing some weight. Need to put on some pounds, Chadwick Boseman. That's why, why, as I tell my kids, you don't (laughs) ever comment on anyone's body. No. You keep your your thoughts to yourself on other people's bodies. You don't know what they're going through. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's none of your it's business, none of your anyways. Business. Their anyways. Body, are, their body is not your body. Right. It's not your problem. Black Panther, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall. He plays so many iconic roles. First black superhero. Yeah. Amazing. Dude, Marshall was such a good movie. I didn't realize Thurgood Marshall was such a badass. Such a badass. I should watch that. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> there you go. Chadwick Boseman's uh, widow giving yes. that heartbreaking acceptance speech. 103.7 Kiss FM. Because I'm nowhere near with this this situation that a lot of people are in, mm-hmm. Allie. Because I don't know about you, but I've always wanted to be on the radio, like my whole life. Okay, like my whole life. Oh wow! Like since I, since you, I was like since nine you years can old. Remember. Since okay. I was nine years old, yeah. and I went to college, and I started to get like a business degree, but then I stopped. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going back, and I'm finishing with Cardinal Stritch University, and I'm getting like an like an associate's with like clinical psychology. But that's True. not it's not a doctorate or anything. It's not a bachelor's well, degree, a, but it's something. But it's still not radio. Doing something, yeah. I am, but it's not radio, so it's completely different. Yeah, but you've lived 30 years of your life since you made that decision. That's what I you have. wanted to do. I have, but I know a lot of people who made the decision to go to college mm-hmm. to get a degree in something years ago that are now doing something completely different. It's like my my baby cousin who went for interior design or art or something. Yeah. And I don't even know if she has a job right now. I mean, it's like yeah. literally like, or, like I've seen, or you go for something, but yeah. you don't or get t- a job in it. I Another example would be my wife went to University of Miami, mm-hmm. graduated with a bachelor's degree in marine biology. Wait, marine... okay, stop it. Your wife has a degree in marine biology? How did yes. I not know this? Well, the political science as well. But that's a st- well, that's she the was minor a- or what? Yeah. Or she got a double she was, major? She was aiming, yeah, she was aiming towards um, uh, marine biology. She wanted to be able to train sharks. She was fascinated by it. She wanted to open like Jeez. her own shark tours and like oh do gosh. this in Florida. She was fascinated with fish and sharks. That's I didn't been her know whole this thing. about her. Yeah, that's been her whole that was her oh whole thing and then she got a job like an internship working for a TV station which eventually got her to work for a record label so now she works in the music business as but a why promotion did she get executive. the original job at the TV station if she wanted to be a marine biologist she needed an internship and she thought it would be cool okay. to work and that then she wound up at. she wound up being very good at it and they hired her so they yeah. were like wow you could do this for a living so she and fell she, into it she fell into it mm-hmm. but it is completely different from what she started with yeah which yeah. is so couldn't many be people. further from that marine biology a 
record radio or music, working in the music business. Those are two different, totally. very different things. Totally. I'm wondering if there's any other people out there who've done something like this. Maybe somebody that was going to college for something mm-hmm. like business, and then they wound up doing something completely different that yeah. was not even related to their field at all. Sometimes I grew up that happens. Thinking I want to be a newscaster. I want yeah. to be a news anchor. I want to do the news. I want to be a reporter. Well, still kind of you do a little well, bit. Well, and then I ended up getting a job in radio by accident. Yeah. Same thing in high school in the small town I grew up in, and it just clicked. So yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I ended up going the radio route. Never expected that, but I went to college. Yeah. For radio, TV. Yeah. I didn't need to at that point because I was no. already working full time in radio. But people ask me, they go, "Do I need to go to college to be in radio?" And I'm like, "No, no. but yes, <laughs> kind no. of, <laughs> but no, but yeah." So where are you? Where did you start versus where are you now? Yeah. So four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. You could be in a completely different place in your life, or maybe you just had really strange jobs. That... I, I can't wait for somebody to call in and be like, "I went to school to be a chef, uh-huh. and now I am a lawyer." Right? <laughs> right? Exactly. Right? Like what? Something like that. Four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. Where did you think you would be versus where you are now? Is the question. We'll talk to you next. Hold on, it's Kiss. Where did you think you would be versus where you are now? It's 103.7 Kiss FM. And we could do this another day, by the way, for 2020 <laughs> versus 2021. That's true. <laughs> like, where did you think? Oh, I yes. thought, yeah, because I said to Riggs, I said, what if I looked at you and I said, where'd you think you'd be at the beginning of last year versus this year? And right? where are you? Completely different. Nobody's where they thought they'd be. No, no. Very and that, few. And that at happens least. in life a lot. People go to college yeah. and they have a degree in something and then mm-hmm. they wind up. Finding an interest in something else, or or you don't get in... a job in what you majored in, maybe yeah, I don't know. Falling into another job. My sister has a degree in technical theater production and now works at a hotel. <laughs> That's a good one, right there. A See? classic one. See? Technical uh, theater production. She was working on a cruise ship right before COVID hit. Uh, so she's like that. And now that Broadway whole... shut down and yeah. plays, and you're not. Ah. Uh. She's found a couple shows in New York that are trying to get together to do like socially distanced shows, okay. like theater shows. But yeah. that's still few and far between. Uh, so tough. Yeah. So four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. You can call or you can text us. Erica's in Racine this morning. What's up, Erica and Racine? <laughs> Good morning. So where did you think you'd be versus where you are now? So I actually was in school and taking prerequisites for occupational therapy. Okay. And um, and I decided that I kind of needed or wanted some experience working with individuals with special needs. Okay. So I started working with an in-home provider that provided applied behavioral analysis for okay. individuals or children with diagno- diagnosed with autism. Okay. Um, and so I was that person kind of on the floor working with the kids and that ended up being my career and I ended up going back for, well, I graduated with um, psycho- in the field of psychology, okay. not occupational therapy. Okay. Um, and now I'm still in the field of applied behavioral analysis. When oh, wow. Wasn't, that wasn't where I was expecting to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're under the mental health realm yeah. there. I mean, that's interesting. So, but you know, it's I love that because you just ha- fell into something you loved. I kind of felt that way about radio. Yeah, it just kind of fell into it. And it just was. I loved it, and it, yeah. But you, that's so, and you're, but you're helping people. Yep. Yeah. Especially, that's amazing. Especially now. I, yeah. I love what I do. So, Good. Um, but I, yeah, I just thought that I would share that that that. Mm-hmm. It happen a lot. Yeah. yeah, it does. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for calling and sharing that this morning. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Thank you. You have guys a, have a good morning. You too. You do the same. Morgan's and Racine on two. Morgan and Racine. Were you guys riding in the same car together? <laughs> What's up, Morgan? Unfortunately not, but it's kind of hilarious because I also started going for occupational therapy. Okay. Really? Okay. So that's what you started. Okay. Yeah. So for my freshman year of college, this all happened while I was going for my four-year degrees. Yeah. I was in a master's program where in four and a half years, I would have gotten a master's degree in occupational therapy. Uh-huh. Halfway through it, I started doing internship, and I was like, I hate it here. <gasps> I hate everything. Nice. And that's why you're supposed to do internships, yeah. though. And I hate yeah. that they make you do them at the end of college. It's so dumb. Right. It's so dumb when you do them in the last two years. Now you know that you've I mean? learned everything that applies to this it's career, so go give it a try. Internship should it be like first. awkward, because yeah. I just sat there, and uh. I was like... 
I don't know what I'm doing and I don't like it here. Yeah. yeah. But so, that's the point to know that you don't want to do it. That's a good that's you did have a realization. It was it wasn't a waste of time. You right. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I appreciate it, but like I couldn't get that time back even if I tried. <laughs> so, so, so I did the freshman thing and I hopped around and I tried to find a degree for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I picked up psychology with go. an understudy in criminal justice. Okay. okay. I ended up double majoring in both of those. And I was like, I'm going to work in the jail system and work to make people better. You know, they hit yeah. their rock bottom. And now I work in a domestic violence shelter. Oh, wow. that's not bad. So you're still doing that's good work. Good. Yeah, so instead of actually, you know, working to make the perpetrator better, I'm working to help the victims become survivors, mm-hmm. stronger in their own field. Which Look they're both you. important in their own right, too. Look you at know? you. Thank you so much for calling nice. in. That's awesome. Of course. You guys stay safe during this time. It's hey, crazy. You too. You too. Trust we me, I don't trying. leave the house. I know. <laughs> Ask Rick. <laughs> I want to leave the house, trust right? me. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I cannot wait to get the vaccine. But anyway. Hey, thanks, okay, for, thanks so. for calling. No problem. Bye-bye. Appreciate you listening yep. this morning. Um, uh, Robin's on three, and I had to, Robin didn't really want to go on. She's in Port Washington, but I, okay. she wanted to do radio. <laughs> she wanted to do radio, and she didn't. I was like, oh, we got to talk to you, honey. Robin, what made you want to be on the radio? <laughs> well, my friends always said that I have a really sexy voice, and even strangers told me that. Go, so I girl. I thought that it was always really funny. <laughs> okay. And um, I actually went to college to be in communications, okay. and um, I thought that some kind of cuni- communications would be actually really fun mm-hmm. so yeah. um you guys don't think so do you what, what do you mean what, wait wait what that do you mean communications is fun no i think communications is the funnest major out there but i love it and that's my passion what's so awkward? i'm going to say communications would be my pick of choice even today what's awkward is we work in communications professionally and yeah. our building doesn't communicate so it's hilarious <laughs> trigger <laughs> no you triggered us <laughs> i don't think communications is boring no, Rob, no, no i no. don't i don't oh, okay. okay you know there are other fields where you could be that are radio related like you oh, could be a voiceover artist you mm-hmm. could voice commercials or movie trailers or mm-hmm. could- absolutely right and mm-hmm. i i always wanted to work in radio though i thought that it would be so fun <laughs> and um it was it was kind of my passion at that point but i thought that it would be really really hard to get into but try actually, it after- they let us in what yeah. are you talking about robin get a grip <laughs> <laughs> try it real quick if we got in the club <laughs> are you gonna let her practice being a dj yeah. on kiss fm yeah robin it's- try it real tell quick. her what she's gonna say does yeah. she know so here's what here's what you're gonna do you're gonna Come talk on, guys i didn't want to be on the Radio Too bad. Today, and now you're making Rob, me. Look, I'm gonna, we're going to walk you, you through this. You wanted to be on the radio, and now you don't want to be on the radio. It's uh, go time, sister. Look, I'm going to walk <laughs> you through this, okay, Robin? It's very simple, all right? Okay. So you're just going to go, hey, what's up? I'm Robin hey. on Kiss FM. Can you do that much? Hey, what's up? I'm Robin. This is 103.7 Kiss FM. Yes! Look girl! at that. Woo! Look at oh, that. You. You're hired. Oh, no, no radio. I did that for free. <laughs> yes, honey. Riggs and Allie. It's Riggs and Allie. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037kissfm.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.